0: All right, everybody, my guest on the show today is Leslie Logan, a certified Pilates teacher, habits and mindset coach, and is the founder of OnlinePilatesClasses.com. She's a world traveler. She has her very own podcast called Be It Till You See It, and she has amazing guests on there, and it's a birthday girl this week, and this episode is going to come out on her birthday. I just found that out. Fun fact. So everybody listening, Leslie from all of us who are going to be listening to this when it comes out live this Wednesday, January 26th. Happy birthday.
1: Thank you so much, everyone. I love a birthday. I love it. And the more people who know it's your birthday, the better because it's like you can't even have a bad day because every time you turn around, someone's like, Happy birthday. They're like, thank you. Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> are you a birthday week kind of person or just a birthday day kind of person?
1: Birthday month specifically. Oh, dear God. I know people don't like that. So, um, I'll, I will say that the pandemic kind of, Harpen that because it's a little hard to celebrate for a month online. So now, <laughs> now we pick a date to do a party. And when things That's are good back to normal. So next year will be my 40th everyone. And I used to do wow. a choose your own look at avent- the
0: vulnerability so early.
1: Yeah. Um, are you kidding? There's a shirt that I wanted to buy that says it took me 40 years to look this good. And I'm like, not yet, <laughs> but I'm going to buy that for later. Yeah. Um, but I used to do choose your own adventure birthday parties because I don't like disappointment. I don't like people saying they're going to come and canceling. So what I would do is I would plan like a week's plus worth of events, all these things I always wanted to do or wanted to make time to do. And I would just put them out on a list with what time I was doing them. I'm going to the spa on this day. I'm going shopping on this day. I'm going for a hike on this day. Don't tell me you're coming. Just show up. If you're late, you'll miss out. So be on time. And it was so much fun because I had multiple surprise parties that I threw for myself.
0: I think you're already getting a getting an image of Leslie's personality here. (laughs) She's somebody who makes it happen. Yeah. (laughs) Whether you want it to happen or not.
1: Yeah. Well, when you're single, no one's going to throw you a party. So that was how Mm -hmm. I did it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome, Leslie. Well, thank you for being on today. Thank you. And we've got a lot to talk about.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Leslie, first things first, what's something that you nerd out about besides your birthday?
1: Oh, I am currently nerding out about breath work, like a mad person. Um, And I kind of go through seasons. I'm sure people do, but I'm really into breath work. And before that, I was into habits because I was like, how does that work? And, uh, you know, of course, as a Pilates instructor, I learned about Pilates, but I've been doing it for 20 years. So new passions.
0: You've been doing Pilates since you were a teenager.
1: I've been doing Pilates. uh, I've been, yeah, I've been doing Pilates since college. So I guess I'm doing my math wrong 18 years.
0: I was going to say, did you see my tremendous math skills? Like you told us so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: that was pretty amazing. You're better than me. But yeah, I've been uh, 18 years. I'm teaching for 15. So.
0: Gotcha. This is interesting because for some reason, and you, I don't know if you've heard this, but when I think of Pilates, I think of it as something that people that young don't do. Right. And I don't know why I think that. I have no basis for that. Well, is that. Is that true?
1: No, it's just your psychic abilities because most people discover Pilates when they need physical therapy. And oh, most okay. people don't need physical therapy until they're older or they've injured yeah. themselves. Uh, so you're right a lot. But when kids do it, oh, my gosh. First of all, kids are born naturally just doing things correctly. Like, don't correct a kid's squat. It's already awesome. Really? Yeah. Look at babies. Look at how they squat. They're like in a perfect. That's true. Squat.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: And then we and then they watch their parent lean over.
0: <laughs> and pick up their key. <laughs> and throw it their back.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so they're like, oh, that's how you do it. It's the faster way. So, um, but when kids, um, incorporate Pilates into what they're already doing, it really does it prevent injury. And especially with kids now, like they do one sport and like that's it. And they do it all year long. There's summer yeah. ball, there's winter ball, cross training, things like that is really good. Um, but yeah, it is true. Most people don't learn until they're older. I just happen to be really lonely and someone invited me to a class. So
0: yeah. I <laughs> and that the thing's called a reformer, right? That's the, the thing that looks like a torture, like a torture instrument?
1: There's a couple. Um, most people think when they look at a Pilates studio, it looks like a sex dungeon. So that's a little interesting. Um,
0: <laughs> but um, Tortured. You know, some people call it torture. Some people call it sex dungeon. Yeah. It I made mean, a little bit of both. Yeah, it's all good.
1: So it was created by a guy named Joseph Pilates, and he used the mat work first, and then he created mm. other equipment. So Got I it. really try to help people understand that you can do the mat. You can be anybody and do the mat. You don't even need to have a studio or a teacher. Like this is your body can do this practice daily. Um, but if you want more support, more help, things like that, that's where the reformer comes in, which is a little weird. And then there's the Cadillac that really just like you can hang upside down from. That's like, yeah, yeah it's really cool. There's some other things that people have, but it's it's a really fun practice because it never gets old.
0: Yeah, it looks cool. I um, I had a client who was, he, she owned a Pilates studio in New York City. So I went to that studio sometimes and I watched it. It's interesting. It looks like it's all about the form. It's like yoga. It's like, you have to have good form or it's it's not going to work.
1: Yeah. You have to have good form. And, um, you know, I'm the person who really wants to help people like move because the body will teach itself. And if we can figure out like why your gait is off or why you're not pressing your heel, well, let's learn how to press to that and then watch it change. But mm. if you move from your center, it's going to change your life. It, if you are someone who loves to weightlift, lift, be a runner, gymnastics, all those things, the more you can coordinate your body intuitively where you don't have to think about it, the more injury prevention you have, the faster you are, the stronger you are. It's really cool. I worked with a lot of athletes and that was really yeah. fun to see how they're how they could just be more on the top of their game. But then the average person, like, we're just trying not to hurt ourselves when we're tired on our shoes. You know, <laughs> just, every time this one client, he's like, I threw my back brushing my teeth. I'm like, well, I think it was something
0: else. <laughs> I think you may need to do a little core work there person. <laughs> that's interesting. Well, we're going to talk more about plotties as we go through here today. Yeah. I'm going to move us to the next question, which is to hear about something that's inside of your comfort zone. That's outside of somebody else's.
1: Oh, I think try new things.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It's, um, it's like, it's inside of my comfort zone just to take them action of this and do things scared. Um, I think it's outside of most people's comfort zone to yeah do the scary, do something new.
0: Yeah. So when you're, when you're scared, do you lean into that generally?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say that I'm like, I'm, you're not going to see me bungee jump. That's like, that's, what's yeah. kind of weird. I'm like, there's a, we live across the street. Well, a mile away from the stratosphere and I can see people doing crazy things on the top of the stratosphere. And my dad and my husband were like, oh, we want a bungee jump on the other side one day. And I was like, that's great. You're going to do that. So I'm less of a risk taker there, but I will yeah. do, I will, if I'm scared of doing something to me, it's a sign that like in my business or in my life or reading something, that to me is like a sign that I, that's the direction I need to go in. So I totally lean into it. And I will yeah. say that I I sometimes do it. Like I'm screaming out loud. I'm like, oh my God, here we go. <laughs> like it's yeah. a roller coaster. And that helps you get through.
0: Yeah. What's, you have an example of recently where you took a leap on something and it was a big thumbs up.
1: Yeah. So I, um, couple things. One is my business coach have been trying to get me to create like a higher ticket item, something that my clients had really been asking for. I have, cause I have the com, and we have a lot of people who've never even heard Pilates. They're just learning how to spell Pilates. And we have all the way up to People have been teaching it for decades just because of who I was lucky to train with, and so yeah. they were asking for me to create some mentorship. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to do it. And truthfully, it was just because I was scared. I was like, I don't know. Mm. What if I create something nobody wants it? Right? Like, yep. what if, what if I misread what they're asking for? Or what if I don't want to do what they're asking for? So I decided to buckle down, sit down for five minutes, and write out what the program was going to be. And then, um, we put it out there and it sold out. So, but I was scared. Like mm. when we launched it, I, I really did think, Oh my God, I'm going to hear crickets. I'm just going to hear crickets. And I, and then I just had to tell myself, like, so if you hear crickets, like what's the, we're just going to go back to work tomorrow. Like it's not, right. you know, so the other thing that I have to tell myself often when I'm scared is like, what is the worst thing that's going to happen? Will yeah. I, and to me that's death. So will I die? Hence why I won't bungee jump. That is a possibility. They make you sign something. But when it comes to like doing things in my business, we're like, we moved to Vegas. Like that was a total like scary thing. You know, you can go back. To, I won't be dead. So I can probably figure it out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I, I was saying that I use with like leaders and some stuff that I do where it's like two questions. Is anybody dead? Is anything on fire? <laughs>
1: There you go. I feel if like same parents think about
0: is something on fire. Yeah, no, to- like to- <laughs> you're right. Like or yeah, as a parent, like you know, I'm a parent of two young children. Like, is there any blood gushing from open wounds? If not, let's take a deep breath. I, I like that actually. I think that's a you're know, a really common thing for entrepreneurs. Is it's like it's got to be perfect, or this launch has to sell out. And if you come from an abundance mindset, like yeah, you already have a successful business. Yeah. And you're doing a higher ticket offer, and yes, it's going to generate more revenue and serve more people. But if for whatever reason it didn't work, all you you just go back to the board and do it again. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it's not like your business is very successful. It's not like you're like, oh, we can't pay the bills anymore. Right. Like, oh, I tried this thing. Let's go back and do it again. But the it's funny because as I hear you, the the fear it's just an ego thing. It's like, what does it mean about me if this doesn't go as well as I thought it would?
1: Well, and that's exactly it. And I think um, if you feel that, you're completely normal. Welcome to the world of being human. Um, And I think that's also probably what kept us alive was having an ego. Oh, for sure <laughs> or making inventions but i just um the longer i'm an entrepreneur and i really never thought i'd be one i didn't even know what that was i still have a hard time spelling it um i'm like entre, entre. how does it go <laughs> totally. what, what are the vowels and that um but the longer i'm at it the more i am really trying to get people to ditch perfection take messy yeah. action um we have a saying on my podcast like perfect is boring you know yeah. nobody wants to be friends with perfect and it really does help you like, because there's, you know, there's like things that are mistakes happening all the time. A landing page went out where you're like, where is the word that is in the middle of that sentence? It's not there, (laughs) you know, but if you, if you let that stuff like pulled you back or keep you from pressing post or all those things, you're not going to get to where you want to go. And stuck feels worse.
0: Yeah. And the last thing I'll say in that too, is if kind of like the space you're in. If people don't buy because one word's missing, they're probably not your client anyway. It, <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Right? Um, like, right, yeah. you know, like I was about to pull the trigger on this thing, but then I noticed you you have a Oxford comma in the wrong place.
1: <laughs> and that's unless you're a copywriter and then you probably should watch. Your
0: then copy. if you're a copywriter and you literally make all your money writing good copy, then this would be a thing to look out for.
1: Yeah. But if you, if you, but then you can make mistakes in other places. So there you yeah, go.
0: Yeah, Exactly. So, Leslie, what's, um, what's something that is outside of your comfort zone that you know is inside of other people's besides like physical things like bungee jumping and yeah, that sort of thing.
1: Mm. Um, you know, it is inside my husband and many people around me's comfort zone to ask questions, like just ask the question, just like ask or ask for help. It is. That is like, that scares me. I'm getting better. It. I'm really, really am. I am yeah. one of the ways I'm being <clears> it till I see it is like, I'm really trying to just in every room, ask a question. And this is a really funny story. I was in a mastermind with Lori Harder and Chris Harder and they had and come in to speak and everyone, like not everybody, but people get to ask a question and Brad's like, we, we have to take advantage that there's two of us on one business. So we get to ask a question each. That means every speaker, we can get two questions in, right? As far as yeah. like everyone else can get like one if they get called on. So he asked his question and, or he asked me what, what should I ask? What should I ask him? So I was like, oh, here's a question for you. And he goes, okay, great. And then when they came up to him, he handed the mic to me. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And I was like, oh yeah, this is, I'm so sorry. I'm just having a moment. I was like, this is like so scary to me. And they're all, everyone's like, including Angie, like, why is it so scary? I'm like, I don't want to ask this stupid question, which is so mm. dumb when you say it out loud. Like when you hear it out loud, you're like, okay, I said, I heard that. I heard how dumb that was. But one of the things that since that moment that I've tried to do is in every mastermind I'm in in every room I'm in, I'm really trying to ask a question, just like so it gets to be more comfortable because I think yeah. it's just a muscle, right? It's just like you have to get used to going. Like you're going to the gym, yes? It's uncomfortable the first several times you go, but if you keep going, it gets easier.
0: Yeah, I hear some therapy. <laughs> I, fe- I hear some inner child work here. We're not. This is. I'm not a trained therapist, but I hear some. Like yeah. so, Leslie. Uh, when you oh, were yeah. Five, were you when... told you asked too many questions?
1: Yes. Oh, are you kidding? That's of like, course you were. Then, of course totally I was. No child Don't stuff. worry. I have therapy tomorrow at five.
0: <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> perfect. (laughs) You're like, you know what? I was just in this podcast and it really brought up a lot for me that I wasn't expecting. Oh yeah. That's so good. That's so good. Um, Okay. So you do public speaking Mm -hmm. for your business. You get out. That's obviously something that I don't know if it's inside your comfort zone, but even if it's not, you're going to go do it anyway, as as we've already clarified. If If you had five minutes to speak about anything and all of us got to hear it, including those who speak your second language, which we'll probably will refer to after the commercial <laughs> break. Interesting fact. I learned something new. Uh, what, would you, what would you want to talk to us about for five minutes? And what would you want us to do at that end of that speech?
1: I want to talk to you all about prioritization prioritizing yourself first. Like, And the reason is I think the world is a better place if every single person has given themselves all the things that they need So that they can Mm -hmm. go out there and generously give all the skill sets that they have. I think Mm -hmm. so many people are running on empty. They are inconsistent Mm -hmm. with their self-care. And I don't mean self-care like the spa. I mean like drinking your water, sleeping enough hours. I mean like the things that make us be living humans. And I have seen it when people actually take care of themselves first they're so much more generous. They're not honking at people who cut them off. They're like, you know, like they're, they're having a good all time. And I, and I, and I think that if we all did that, can you imagine like just how much more things would be in this world? More, more love would be in this world, more peace would be in this world because there'd be abundance everywhere. You would be like, Oh, I have a half filled cup. I cannot give it to you. I'm done. You know?
0: Yeah. I love this topic. There's a coaching tool around this. I won't go into that, but I do have a question for you because the thing that people resist on this is parents. Mm -hmm. So what do you say to parents?
1: Oh, I said this the other day in a challenge that I was doing. Um, I had, you know, I had all these moms in the, in the challenge and stuff. And I said, do you know what I never have said? It's like, thank God my mom kept the house so clean. I'm just so glad she spent so little time with me because the house, she was cleaning the house. Like no kid is going, oh, my mom, she always had the laundry done they're talking about the things you did with them they're talking about the energy you you had around them that's what yeah. they remember so i don't remember like um you know that i had clean socks going to class i remember that my mom or dad was really stressed out all the time and that they yeah. were exhausted and you know exhaustion happens it's like i'm not saying that you're never going to be exhausted if you take care of yourself but you know, I really wish that they had said, Hey, you know what? We're all going to go to bed at eight o'clock because we're all going to go to bed at eight o'clock, you know, or like, <laughs> Hey, it's really, I wish I had seen them model being first in their life because I think yeah. I'd have less guilt. I grew, yeah. I have all this guilt, <laughs> right? I don't even want to ask people questions because I'm like, so, so I, yeah. I think for the parents in the room, it's like, actions are caught, not taught. So what do you want your, especially moms with daughters and dads, what do you want them to see, you know, yeah. or even the opposite? Like, who do you want? Do you want them to marry someone who doesn't also take care of themselves? You know, I mean, like the, just think about their future. And like, it's so important. I really think parents, especially <laughs> because you're creating little beings that are going to be out there, yeah. adults in this world that we all have to live in. <laughs> please, please do that. <laughs> please and take care of yourself. suck first. up
0: speaking from very personal experience, they suck up all the stuff around them
1: mm-hmm. the um, subconsciously
0: all the sponges. just like the words, but you said even more importantly is the energy and the, you know, we have two kids, two young kids and the the energy that you're spending with your spouse and seeing that. And so, and I will go into this just for a second here before we go to the commercial break, the, the checklist or the way that we teach it in the coach training program that I'm a leader at, it's one way to do it is the order should be yourself Your partner, spouse, whoever, your work, your family, and your friends. And a lot of people do not agree with that because that's not really – the family part gets a little wonky. But the way we say it is, okay, I'm with you, Leslie. Take care of yourself first. You're going to have more energy. You're going to be ready to show up for others. You take care of your spouse. Then you've got the family. You've got the the partnership there. Then you do work that you love and that fills you up. You're going to be more – present at home present at home if you have children and then your friends it's just gonna you're gonna be more you're gonna people are gonna want to be around you and so the we get a lot of people like well what if you have children it's like it's not saying that you don't put your kids first because obviously they we have a one-year-old if you don't put him first he's right he's 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 i don't even know what happened but it's like the idea that hey if i take care of myself i I'd show up for my wife and I do work. I love, I'm going to actually be a better parent for him, even though he might not be number one on the list. And we're not talking about survival stuff. We're talking about like, you're talking about like emotional and spending time and energy and all that. Well,
1: it's like, you know, it's, um, also like even in you're talk about quality over quantity. And I think in, you know, yes, if you're a one year old, we have a whole different, there's a different thing there. But like when you have kids, if you spend a quantity amount of time with them, but you're tired and exhausted, that isn't better.
0: No, that's (laughs) not better. That's not better. So I'm getting exhausted from this conversation. So we're going to take a break. (laughs) Leslie, you've exhausted me. I need to go take care of myself. We're going to to take a brief commercial break, go to some Pilates. We'll be right back after this.
2: The Talking to Cool People podcast is brought to you by Jason Frizzell Coaching. Jason works with amazing people who are looking to find and develop their passion and purpose and create their journey to wherever it is they want to go. Check us out at jasonfrizzell.com, Facebook, on Instagram. Jason loves hearing from anyone who thinks it would be cool to connect, to be coached, or to be a guest on our show. Email him at podcast at jasonfrizzell.com or DM him on Facebook and Instagram. And now, back to some more amazing conversation on talking to cool people.
0: All right, Leslie, we're back. What do you want us to know about you that we don't know yet?
1: Hmm. Well, I feel like I'm obviously I'm an open book. I <laughs> My birthday and my age, but um, I'm you know I'm on a mission. I really do. Um, I really do believe that um, more bodies doing Pilates makes the world a better place because Pilates is a great way to prioritize yourself. Um, Wait,
0: I, it's not, is that a marketing slogan?
1: No, our marketing slogan is "Do Life Better." <laughs>
0: Oh, cause I, I was like more bodies doing Pilates. Like that's catchy.
1: Not catchy. It's our, yeah. it's our vision. It's our vision. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, that makes sense. So the, the team knows, but no, our, 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 our slogan is like do life better. But, um, I, you know, I want to speak about people prior, prior to saying themselves. I'm going to learn that word before I do that.
0: But, um, also, <laughs> you all need to do this thing. I'm not sure how to say it. I'm
1: not how to say it. Just, I put know yourself the concept. Up. there we go. Uh, but, um, but I, I am, and I it doesn't always have to be me that teaches people. But I really do think that when you take, when you do a Pilates practice, I, I'm talking the mat for all of you, because I mean, if you have equipment, great. But like, it is a movement meditation is time with yourself. And when you spend time with yourself, you're going to recognize, oh, I'm tired today. Well, what did I do yesterday? Oh, I'm frustrated. Like if you get frustrated in your practice, you're, that's, you're frustrated. That's what's going yeah. on. <laughs> you yeah. know, if you're finding ease and stress, so uh, that's, you know, that's what I'm doing. And like part of, and then there's give backs that I get to do because of the growth of, of our business. And, and mm-hmm. I love that. I love being charitable. I love giving money to people who need it. But, um, but first and foremost, it's like, how do I help? more people have this access because they're going to be better freaking humans on this planet that I'm on. And I'm going to live a long time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's very awesome. selfish. <laughs> so selfish. Oh, what? Um, I'd love to hear a little bit more about the business if you'd be willing to share with us. Mm-hmm. So this is not, this is not you behind a computer filming some videos. This is a, this is, you've got employees, you've got, you're doing all sorts of stuff. So what, what kind of different things do you do in the business? Or like, if I was going to go buy something from you or, or get to know you, what, what, how can I work with you?
1: Okay. Super fun. You'll see when you go to onlineplayusclasses.com that we are like children of the eighties, nineties. It is like just funness. It's like fun colors. It's fun vibes. It's happiness. Um, it is not your typical workout website.
0: (laughs) So you're like, you go on there and the stranger things.
1: No, but you're, you're going to see like a 1980s, like tv playing a video and you can see like you know those big computers that like kids probably won't recognize but every one of our members does super fun um you know we love to name songs after like 80s rap music and (laughs) so so it's and that's on purpose it's supposed to have this like easy inclusive like fun vibe we don't want to take yourself so seriously because perfect is boring and you're in a practice so then what happens is i actually am an accountability queen so we actually have created a fitness, um, site that's very different than anyone else because we take your classes away. Whereas if you go on Peloton or, or any of these other ones, it's like Netflix. You go on and there's thousands of classes. You can go back in time. You can pick things. Nope. When you log in, you just have the access to one mat class, one reformer wow. class. If you have a reformer, there's a membership for that. If you don't, then there's one, there's just one. That's it. It's 30 minutes. Um, We do a 50 minute workout every month and I film that live with our members. And then they have that, they have a whole month. So if you want a longer form workout, some people do like that. Um, You can. But if you're like, I got 30 minutes, girl, it's all I got, then that's what we put out every week. And we just take it away so that you actually show up for yourself. Hi. (laughs) You know, I don't want to, I'm not going to let you fail. So you don't, and we have people all the time going, Oh my God, can I get last week's class? Nope, you can't. It's gone.
0: You're like, we have it, but you're not getting it.
1: You're not getting it. No. And that's on purpose because so many people sign up for things and then they don't use it. And so I'm here to help you be successful in your journey. So I... Do film them. Um, we just brought on some other teachers, so they're starting to help me um film it because I also want people to see other bodies doing it. Um sure. so that's really fun. But there's a team of twenty who who that's a
0: big th- online business.
1: It's huge. It's really, really big. My husband is a CEO because I just can't. That's not my skill set. I'm you're the
0: vision. I'm the, I'm the vision. idea person. I
1: am. I'm an ideas machine. I have a parking lot, they make me put things on. I'm not
0: <laughs> ah, but, <laughs> to just yeah. spot them
1: in there. But we have people all over the world who either are working on the website constantly, doing editing for us. Um, we have, you know, our marketing person, our project manager, and it's, it's so cool. Um, what we're doing and the members that we have, I mean, I know if you, if you're a member for more than a year, I know your name and we have a lot of fun and like, it's, it's really cool. I can't wait to see like Ray in New York and all these people. So we have a lot of fun. Um, if you're, um, we also have products. We have physical products. So I created a, a flashcard deck, which is really fun for my like, hello, elder millennials. But people older than that, like it's something you can hold. And they're- um shows
0: you moves and such? Mm-hmm. So oh, each that, card that's... has an
1: exercise on it. And then the switch <clears> on how to do it on the back. So if you don't have internet, you have one. Or think of it like a tarot deck. You can just pull a card and do it. Um, and then Brad put his genius on there. And back, we created these in February, 2020. And he put a QR code. On the card. And I was like, no one knows what a QR code is. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, people know. I'm like, you and your friends know. Like anyone in the middle doesn't know. Like anyone, anyone in the states in the middle is going to be like, what is this? But then, you know, the pandemic happened and people are using yes. QR codes everywhere. And so people love that. So it takes you to the video. So that's what we do. And then that's cool. And then we do retreats. And when, um, and that's, that's what I, I can't wait to get back to. I really, really, really miss taking people on retreats.
0: Yes, I can imagine can imagine i think we all miss being able to be like yeah let's just go somewhere without a mask on
1: yeah i just want to fly over an ocean again
0: (laughs) right like exactly exactly all right leslie what do you want to ask me that i can answer for you and everybody listening
1: okay well last time i really thought i had an epic question for you and I, i i um I can't, I feel like I can't ask it again. So I'm going to ask a different question. Well, nobody
0: knows what you asked me okay. because that never got recorded. So see, see, Leslie's demonstrate, demonstrating in real time, her inability to ask questions. You see this trap we're creating, we're going to create a therapeutic breakthrough in your inner child. Well, you right just, here, right You now. gave
1: me full permission to ask again. Okay. You and your wife get to go on a trip anywhere in the world. Where yeah. is it? And second part, you can go anywhere in the world you want to go.
0: Yeah. Okay. Is this with or without children?
1: Without children on both.
0: Yeah, that's a vacation. With children, I don't call that a vacation. I call that a a trip.
1: Mm -hmm. My (laughs) wife
0: will probably disagree. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. Um, And it's got to be one location?
1: No, you can. I mean, I just was thinking, like, if there was one you wanted to do by yourself, and then there's, like, or something, you know, maybe your wife doesn't want to go.
0: Yeah, so, well, like, so if I was going to build my dream vacation with my wife... And you're going to see why this is our vacation. And you're going to see my second answer. The We would likely do a, like a Europe train style thing, hit up Asia. Like we went, we went to France, Italy. We went to France and Italy a few years ago, which was amazing for two weeks. We went to Venice, Rome, Florence, um, Paris before we had kids. Because that's what you do before you have kids. <laughs> we would we would want to do like – we would probably do most of Europe. We've been to Norway together, been to the UK. So I would want to do like a Scandinavia mm. down through like Eastern Europe. Never been to Eastern Europe, so I'd love to go to like Poland.
1: You'll, oh, Poland's amazing.
0: Yeah, I've heard Poland's phenomenal. Yeah. And then I'd want to do uh, like the Mediterranean. Yeah, yeah. Although I've I've been to Israel. She never has. I would like to go to Israel again. Israel is, I don't know if you've been there, but Israel is unbelievable. Brad
1: got You have to ask. When you talk to Brad, you'll have to ask him about this. He got invited to go speak at a company in Israel. In Tel Aviv? (laughs) Yeah. Tel Aviv is
0: one of the coolest cities in the world. Tel Aviv is unbelievable. He
1: was at monday.com, invited him when our team was five people. And they're like, "Um, sir, you use the program really like a lot. Why don't you come and like speak? And so they flew him out to Tel Aviv. His suitcase was lost. So they actually had to take him shopping so he could have clothes to speak to everyone. And they made a whole commercial on YouTube about how we use monday.com. He was there. And then a woman who's like the CEO of like a 5,000-person team.
0: <laughs> She's like, so when's your next board meeting? You're like, well, it's my, my, my wife and I and our <laughs> web developer. That's amazing. But you obviously – you obviously know how to use I know money.com. Maybe we can get them to sponsor this podcast episode. I know, well, I know. money.com. <laughs> well, um, but no, I am that I mean you obviously must be a power user. Well, it, especially in the sort of business you're in, you need a lot of project planning. It's all yeah. project based. It's all project. Everything's project. Yeah. Based.
1: But anyway, so, back to your trip. I love yeah. it. you'll go Poland, Eastern Europe, and then you're going to go to Mediterranean and Israel. That's amazing.
0: Yep. My trip's going to be very different. I'm gonna to go to the new Star Wars. Uh I don't even know what it's called. It's like the two or three day thing or you go into a it's a hotel but it looks like a spaceship and then you're like there for three days. It's like you're on like a Star Wars cruise in space.
1: So it's but like right, and you're never you don't leave. Like you don't go you don't back leave. outside, no. you're like in.
0: No, they have like then they have Jedi and Stormtroopers and
1: I wonder if it's like Vegas and you just don't know what time of day it is, too. Like I, I, you know what I mean?
0: A, I think it launches in a month or so. And my understanding of it is it's you're treated like you're going on a space journey. So like you go to like the spaceport, which is obviously not really a spaceport. And as you enter this hotel or this experience, it's like you're on a spaceship for two to three days. I guess in the star Wars universe, it's, it's supposed to be phenomenal.
1: There's, I, you, and Brad have to go. I'm just going to yeah. make him be your date.
0: <laughs> you, you would get along great right with my wife, who you can listen to our episode from your yeah. her episodes like three weeks ago. Okay, she'll, she's like she would be like, no, I don't know who any of these people like. What who are like? I, I know. I know who who's the Mandalorian. I'll be like, no. or like who's that guy in the black mask? I'm Like that's Darth Vader. Do you you know him? Yeah. And she'll be like, eh. I
1: I went and saw <clears throat> one of the Star Wars at um the Greek. I think it was the Greek in uh, LA, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I was like, "When does the guy like crawl out of a uh, an animal?" And he goes, "Not this movie. It's not in this movie." That's what an Empire talking? Strikes <laughs> Back. And I was watching the one with the the ugly fat guy, Job one. of the Hut. Yes, and there's those like little guys. Those little guys were really cute.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, you and my wife would get along very well. So that would be so that would be the first part of that trip. Mm-hmm. The second part of the trip would be Star Wars the the Star Wars Galaxies thing that's available now, the amusement park, and I would pay for the VIP yeah. thing that's like – um, I have a client. She's in travel and I was asking her. It's like – you can get Disney VIP down in Orlando. It's like 4800 bucks a day. It's insane.
1: Oh, my. But
0: you get – you basically don't have to wait in any lines and they like zip you around and they like take you behind the scenes. Like I would spend the money. Well, that's I mean, what I mean here's do. the
1: thing. If you're going without kids – and you're first of all, it's only you and it's VIP experience i'm sure it comes with a bunch of other things and it does also yeah. like i am to the point where it's like i don't want to stand in those lines like no. i i like i would rather just save up the money and just do the thing so i can go have the full experience and not be like why is this couple still making out in front of me in line?
0: why yeah, are they still e- doing yeah exactly <laughs> exactly i have a caveat on this trip there's one trip i would take before any of these other trips <clears throat> if my beloved And forever not winning Minnesota Vikings ever make it to the Super Bowl. I will pay any amount of money to go to the Super Bowl to see them play. I don't know if it's ever going to happen. (laughs) It's actually never happened in my lifetime. They went to the Super Bowl four times all before I was born.
1: Wow. Never
0: happened since. But that would be the trip I would. That would be my ideal trip. Not because of where it is because of the event. Yeah. I would love to go to the Super Bowl someday, but I'm not willing to pay the prices unless it's my team.
1: I have a girlfriend whose company is like the preferred provider for like the camera booths. And I said, oh, yeah. do you need some employees? I will uh, happily W2 yeah. for the weekend.
0: <laughs> yeah, isn't, um you're in Vegas. Isn't the Super Bowl in Vegas soon?
1: Um, I is think so. Years? I think so, yeah. yeah. My, my father's trying to convince me to Airbnb my house by then. And I was like, uh, hmm.
0: I'm with, your, I'm with your father. You're with my wife. I'm with your father. All right, yeah. those are awesome questions. I, you're making me, you're giving me some wan- some wanderlust right now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, travel.
1: Yeah. All
0: right, Leslie, what are you passionate about? Just a couple things.
1: Oh, so many things. But right now, um, we are extremely interested in working with. Um, We've got two things we're working with. We're helping a uh, a. What do you call it? social enterprise that supports um adult kids getting adopted
0: or adult adult kids Like
1: adult like uh older kids like elder oh, foster like- youth mm-hmm. So like because if you don't know if you listen to the states more than 50% of our homeless problem is kids in foster care uh that age out that. Yes more mm. than 50% of your homeless is a uh, uh, a person who was in foster care So was because no matter if if they're still in high school once they turn 18 whoever's foster caring for them is no longer paid to foster care for them. And that means they might not actually be able, no matter how much they love them, might not be able to support them, right? Because it's not like, you know, rich business owners are (laughs) fostering kids. So, um, so they're, so this social enterprise, um, they're really awesome. And so we are collaborating with them, but I am loving raising money and trying to figure out how we can do different things. Like they also do like fosterpreneurs. So like Brad and I are like, how can we coach kids on our time off on, how to create a business because if they have business skills, if they know how to start a business and they are one, they don't, they don't have to rely on anybody. And that's what's right. really cool. So there's different ways we can work with them and that we're finding like, this is my new hobby. Um, I'm like, in my free time, I'm like, okay, so do you need me to talk to me on Saturday? What's going on? Um, and also, and then the other thing that we're really passionate about As we like, we talked about my retreats earlier. I love bringing people to Cambodia because I think people need to see parts of the world like that. It's not your France or your Italy. It's not the most beautiful European vacation. It is a third world country. Um, in Siem Reap, where we have a house, it's very safe. And we met a girl. In 2018, um, we were on a retreat, and this little girl comes up to me and she speaks to me. She's trying to sell me something. Speak to me in English, and I spoke back to her in Khmer. Cause I thought I'd be slick and she'd think maybe I'm an expat and not (laughs) want me to buy anything. Um, she's too sly for that. She kept talking to me in English to get me to buy stuff. And then she looked at my retreaters and she spoke to them in Spanish. Now I cannot switch to Spanish without like, you know, Spanglish my way through. And she switched that. They actually uh, thought they were being sneaky and spoke to her in French, but they didn't know that French is the second language in Cambodia. (laughs) So, so of course she speaks them in French. And then I just said, what other languages do you know? And she starts talking in Mandarin. So she's nine years old, speaks five languages. Wow. What, what did you do today? Right. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do today? To I'm sell? guessing she
0: didn't use Rosetta Stone to do that either. No,
1: no. Or Duolingo. And so I freaking loved her. And I was like, Hey, hun, you know, why don't you put your, your sales like down with somebody? Um, and come and do this tour with us. We're not going to buy anything from you, but we'll do this tour. And she said, no. And she, she had this such an ad, she's like, it's not a good day for business. And, um, I just loved her attitude. I just loved how she knew how to use the English language. Like I did yeah. have like had so much sass and I couldn't find her. I tried to find my tour. I Tried to find her. I tried to find her. Cause I was like, well, we should just pay for her school because, uh, the average educated Cambodian is sixth grade. And I was like, I don't, if she's selling at the markets, that means that sh- her parents don't have the money to send her to school, you know, too long. Yeah. So, um, couldn't find her, couldn't find her. And then March, 2020, Yep. <laughs> we were yeah. in Cambodia then. Um, we went there, uh, in February and then our retreat was March 8th to the through the 13th. Yep. Yep. So March 11th
2: mm, mm-hmm. world
1: or who said it's a pandemic. And I'm like, Oh, I've got a bunch of people in a third world country. got to get them home. But, um, yeah. we went out to the temples and we went to this random bathroom that we never stopped at. And I come out and Brad goes, Leslie, I want to introduce you to someone. And I was like, Oh, Srey Lynn, which means Lady Lynn. Her name is just Lynn. Um, yeah. But she called herself Srey Lynn. And there she was. We found her. It's and amazing. Our tour guide got a hold of her, and the schools are back in session. And her parents agreed to let us support her in amazing. the uh, Western schools, which is an Australian school there. Sure. So she can keep her education up. And so amazing. that, I'm just really passionate. We don't have kids, obviously. <laughs> you can hear all the things I'm doing, I'm like not know someone without kids, but I really am like, how do I help the kids that are already on this planet be do more with their skill sets because again, you know, it just makes the world a better place. So there's- oh, that's
0: amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. Man. We'll talk about impact.
1: Well, um, you know, <laughs> trying, trying humble. Trying. <laughs> well, you've seen my strength finders. I was <laughs> not in the top five.
0: <laughs> no, not the top five. All right. So what's the thing that you're most proud of in your life? Hmm.
1: Well, oh, this is this is also not in my strengths. Um, <laughs> bragging is. Uh, um, you know what? I am. I'm actually going to say that I'm really proud of what I've been able to do, given what I had surrounding me. Not that my parents mm-hmm. weren't great people. Not that I didn't have <clears throat> a decent family. Like, but I didn't come from a place where people made more than fifty thousand. I didn't come yeah. with examples of women running businesses i didn't come from examples yes. of people running businesses you know and somehow even with all all the advice of my family like just keep the job in retail it's really safe <laughs> um i have been able to create a company that supports 20 people around the world as a full time job yeah, and helps amazing. people feel really good about themselves so we're actually able to help both sides of the spectrum yeah. and um not perfect at it, but I'm really proud of what we've done and I can't wait to see how we continue to do it. So thank you for letting me think about
0: that. Yeah. That's awesome. Speaking of therapy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We like to say it's like laundry, do it regularly.
0: (laughs) Uh, I was talking to another guest and did you watch the Sopranos or do you watch the Sopranos? No,
1: I need to get on that, but I feel like I missed the boat.
0: (laughs) You know, it's funny. Well, the the funny thing I was, I was reading an article about how the Sopranos on it's on HBO max. Mm -hmm. It it's really big with the younger generation now for whatever reason, because of the pandemic and people are home more. Yeah. It is one of the great, it is known as one of the greatest shows ever, but Jen, but um, Lorraine Bracco, who plays his therapist, you've probably seen pictures of her before, yes. right? Like named yes. Dr. Melfi, she's his therapist and her, she's just, I was going to ask you this. She's, she's just like, what's something you're afraid might be true about you? <laughs> like no emotion. And Tony, you know, James Gandolfini, Tony Soprano's, Got a lot of emotion. He's a big character, so I was going to play the Doctor Melfi, but you don't get the reference, so <laughs> now I, I bombed. I bombed here live. So let me just ask you, as Jason, what's something that you're afraid that what what's something you're afraid might actually be true about you? <clears throat>
1: um, well, being a narcissist is always a fear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> always the fear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. And especially because when people work for you and your brand is a personal brand, it just starts mm. to feel like it's always about you all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, because I worry about that, I think that's a definition of not being one. So I think that might be me answering it easy – like getting it easy out on that. Um, but I think yeah. you know me well <laughs>
0: enough by now to know that that I will not accept the easy answer
2: here.
1: <laughs> you know, um, uh, something that I like get a little – I often worry that like, I will have enough in the tank to get me all the way, but to the finish line. Mm. Like that is like a con, like so much though, so that when I am on a run, I don't even let myself walk early. I'm like, nope, it goes to that. <laughs> like I'm trying to like, this is going to be until you see, I'm like trying to like be the person who finishes the thing because I do sometimes worry that it will get, sometimes it'll get so hard that maybe I'll be like, maybe that was all you know, and I'll give up Ugh. too soon. So that's, that's something. This is
0: so perfect <laughs> to follow up with the uh, second part of this question. <laughs> so what is it that you do to compensate for that fear?
1: Um, I know you do. You want to tell me what it is? I'm like, you, I want to hear
0: from you first and then I'll tell you what I
1: think. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, well, I mean, like, I, I, I think I like, I'll do more. I'll do too much. I like, I, had to take myself out of a CEO role so that someone else could delegate for me. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think that's part of it.
1: Yeah. But I will say I there's like two points. I do get really good at hiring for things that like, this is a terrible way to say it, but are below my pay grade. So like, sure. you know, yeah. um I, I am I am much better at like y'all, I have a bunch of people who do a lot of things for us and we pay them very well. And I'm very excited about that. But if I can find someone with better skill set than me, I will let it go. Yeah. And I, and I, but I, I will say like, I am not the best delegator. So I let other people do it.
0: <laughs> mm. <clears throat> that's so that's part of it. I think the second thing I would say, and by the way, this is not about you specifically. We all have lots of things that we're afraid might be true about us. And then mm-hmm. we have ways we compensate for those things. Yeah. I think for you, 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 really lean heavily into the personal development space, specifically like habits and mindset and accountability. Like those are ways to hold that back, right? Like the, I'm afraid that I can't finish. I'm afraid I'm not a good finisher is basically what you said. Okay. So how do you become a good finisher by creating accountability? Yeah. So it's, it's, and again, it's not a, some of these answers, it's like, oh, but like yours is great because you've actually, what I'm hearing is you've put in place structures. to support that thing that might be true about you? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it is, maybe it is true or used to be true. And you've actually generated through that and developed the skill set yeah. to not have it be true. And yeah, like for, I think this is the very, very common thing. I know you talked to a lot of entrepreneurs on your show. Most entrepreneurs aren't that good at finishing things because they <laughs> wouldn't be entrepreneurs, <laughs> right. entrepreneurs by definition, are like let's ideate and I've got these things that the world's never seen, but m- most entrepreneurs I know that aren't like software engineers aren't generally the person who's going to go into monday.com and plan out projects for 18 months or something. No.
1: No, You've got to have those people. Yeah. No, it, you're so right. And I and, and you know it's like I love that you pointed out that can, it's like there's accountability in every single thing that we have for our clients, our customer. Because I'm like I won't let you fail. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think it's practice for me.
0: <laughs> you I was gonna say, you probably there's a fun saying. You probably know this is spotted. You got it. So you oh. probably see in your clients. Like if I was there, I would probably be the person who would want to have, I'd want to move on to the next class. I want to do this. You're like, I know what that's like. Yeah. we all, And we all have those things. Like we only generally spot the things we've got. Or, the, the things we're afraid are true about us is the thing we spot in others.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So Leslie, as we start to wrap up here today, I'm curious, how do you see the world?
1: I see the world as a place full of more love and possibility than we give it credit for. I think- I think there's so, like, if you're listening to this, like, there's so much possibility in this place. Like, it's kind of crazy. I mean, to think about when, like, the fact that you're born at this time and you're alive in this, like, there are so many more options for all of us than we're ever, like, I couldn't do what I'm doing right now in any stretch of the imagination if I was born 38 years before this. No. (laughs) So, yeah so there's so much possibility and I I think that I love seeing the world that way because it just makes it like every day is a new opportunity for to, to do something
0: yeah I forgot what I was watching oh what show is it and it was there there was like a whole string of things that they said and then the person it was a comedy and they're like they're like five years ago none of that would have made any sense if you like if you think about it 15 years ago you're like I'm gonna go on a podcast right and watch somebody on video, and we're going to talk about owning an online Pilates business. Yeah, and how we run. Like none of that is even a thing. Yeah, I think podcasts were invented about fifteen years ago by Apple.
1: Mm-hmm. I so like you're. Pr- I think you're probably correct. I was just talking about a time when I was like having some fear, and I was like, there wasn't podcasts to like be in my ears all day <laughs> to no. tell me what I know now. But no. you know, and I also think like there are parts of this planet that that still don't understand the world that we're currently in right now. I was just home for, um, for a funeral actually, which is very sad, but I was there and people are asking what I'm doing. And I don't know that my, like, I, I mean, I know that I have an impressive life, but like to them, it was like foreign words, like to a lot of them. They're like, wait, what what do you do? Like, what, what is, how are
0: you, how is that possible? Yeah. You don't have a boss.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You know, and I, and I, you know, I'm just so grateful for, the opportunities that landed me where I am so I could see that this is true. I'm like, I'm grateful for the James Aldisher podcast. Cause that's when I learned about entrepreneurs and, yeah. you know, but yeah. I, it's so true. Like we live in an interesting time that when I was a kid, um, we had, when, when you could get a computer, right. When that finally happened, it was like more my high school year, like high school years. I still had, you know, I still had a phone on the wall.
0: Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <a> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh Yeah. And a little caller ID box. That was mm-hmm. a cool thing. You had to pay like ten bucks a month. Yeah, we didn't. Did. We
1: actually didn't do that. We screened the calls. We weren't allowed to answer them because we couldn't afford the ten dollars.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I had to pay. I had to pay for it myself out of my own. You know, yeah. like.
1: But do you remember like Star sixty nine and all those things? Oh, like those are my favorite. <laughs> star sixty seven. I
0: think blocked it. Made it anonymous. Yeah. yeah. I used that. <laughs> all right, Leslie. I want to thank you so much for being on, and I'm so excited to wish you another happy birthday. Because when people listen. It's going to be only two days from now, which isn't always the case on this show. <laughs> so how can people connect with you, connect with the business, get to know more about what you're up to?
1: Yeah. So I love Instagram. It's super fun for me, leslie.logan. I spell L-E-S-L-E-Y. And um, if you want to talk about Pilates, get get information about that, go to onlinepilatesclasses.com. If you're like, um, I'm unsure about the Pilates, that's weird to me, then my podcast, Be It Till You See It, where Jason's actually coming out in
0: two weeks. I am. Yeah. We had a fun conversation. Thank one. you. I was, you know, <laughs> as, as a brand strategy person, you're always like, "Where are your people?" I'm like, "Leslie's people are definitely on Instagram. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's where all of your perfect clients live. Like, they're not on LinkedIn, like scrolling articles about. I mean, they they probably like that stuff, but your people are like Instagram people.
1: They're on Instagram, which tomorrow.
0: is Instagram is a fun platform. I love Instagram too. It's just a heavy all place. Right. Yeah. All right, Leslie. Last thing. Hmm. Leave us with some additional words of wisdom because you've already given us a lot, but short, sweet words of wisdom for today.
1: Oh, perfect is boring.
0: Mm. I knew I liked something about you. <laughs> I hate, I like that actually better than what is that? Perfect is the enemy of good. I like perfect is boring. No, perfect
1: is boring. It's just boring. It nobody, boring. like when I, I said earlier, nobody wants to be friends with perfect. Like think about when you have to go to someone's house and it's perfect. Do you, are you excited to go into this pristine house where like, no. you like, do I have to take my shoes off? Are my socks clean enough for this play? <laughs> like-
0: <laughs> the other thing I'll, I'll leave us with on this, and I, I love that I'm, I'm very much the same way as Perfect is usually a context. Yeah. It's not generally factual. I mean, there's a few things that athletics, you could say, hey, like the figure skating gymnastics, like that's the perfect thing. But most things aren't perfect. Like when you say, oh, that's perfect, that's usually very subjective. Yep.
1: Yep. Yeah. So somebody's perfect might be somebody else's. Like that was the worst thing I've ever that's seen. A,
0: that's a dumpster fire. Hi, <laughs> right, Leslie, thank you so much for being on today. And um we'll have you back on again soon to catch up and see her we'll we'll talk about entrepreneurship and everything else.
1: I love it. Thank you right. for having me. Happy birthday.
2: Thank you. Bye. Yay. Thanks for listening to another episode of Talking to Cool People with Jason Frizell. If you enjoyed today's episode, please tell your friends. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook and give us a shout out or take a moment to leave a review on iTunes. If something from today's episode piqued your interest and you'd like to connect, email us at podcast at jasonfrizzell.com. We love hearing from our listeners because you're cool people too.